Hello, and welcome to Ludvika Info, a podcast made by Ludvika Commune in several languages. You can listen to this podcast in six different languages. Simple Swedish, English, Arabic, Tigrinya, Somali and Persian Dari. My name is Jim Diamondship and I'll take you through today's episode. We'll be happy to hear from you and if you could let us know what you think of the podcast. All opinions and views are welcome. So do not hesitate to contact us at pod at ludvika.se. That's P-O-D-D at ludvika.se. Wherever you are, wherever you are, I wish you a warm welcome. We want to take this opportunity to state that some of the things that are going to be discussed about COVID-19 may have changed by the time that you listen to this podcast. To be completely sure that you have the latest information, you can call the telephone number 08 123 68 123 where you can get information about COVID-19 in several different languages. The latest information about the situation in Delana is also available on the Delana Health Region's website at www.1177.se. We'll start today's episode with some information about the vaccination against COVID-19. The Swedish Public Health Agency wants as many people as possible to get vaccinated. COVID-19 is a contagious disease and vaccination is the best way to avoid becoming seriously ill or even dying from the disease. Vaccination can also help reduce the spread of COVID-19 in society. That is why it is important that as many people as possible choose to get vaccinated. Vaccination against COVID-19 is free. Everyone who is 18 years or older can get a vaccine, but it's up to you to decide for yourself if you want to get vaccinated. Right now, many people are getting vaccinated in Ludvika and in Sweden in general. If you want to get vaccinated, you'll need to book an appointment. To book an appointment for vaccination, go to www.1177.se. There's also information about vaccination in several different languages. The vaccination comes as an injection in your arm. You receive two injections at two separate times. After the injection, you can wait for 15 minutes to make sure that you feel okay. One to two weeks after the last injection, you'll be fully protected against COVID-19. You'll have some protection after the first injection, even if you are to receive two injections. You have the right to receive information from the healthcare staff when you are vaccinated and ask if you have any questions or worries. There are some groups that will not be vaccinated. This particularly applies to children and young people under 18 years of age. If you have previously had an allergic reaction for which you've had to seek care, you should talk to a doctor before getting vaccinated. People who seek asylum in Sweden and do not have a residence permit can also be vaccinated if they wish. There is no cost to get vaccinated. If you are an asylum seeker and want to book an appointment for vaccination, you should call Region Delana. The telephone number is 010-249-9288. That's 010-249-9288. You can call Monday to Friday between 8am and 2pm. The person answering the telephone will speak Swedish, but will also be able to speak English. 
They can help you book an appointment for vaccination, even if you do not have a Swedish social security number. People who work in healthcare in Sweden have confidentiality agreements. This means that they are not allowed to discuss anything that you say to them unless you give them permission to do so. Information that you provide to healthcare staff or to an interpreter will not affect your chances of staying in Sweden. We've provided some information about the vaccination against COVID-19. Now we'll pay a visit to Brunsvik Frogshögskola, which is a few kilometers outside Ludvika, on the road to Sunnensjur and Niamma. Here, adults can study various courses and subjects. There are courses for people who want to study Swedish high school subjects. There are also courses for different professions. Brunsvik Folkhögskola is old. The first students started studying there in 1906. The school is located in a beautiful place with a view of Lake Vasman. The school consists of many houses. All are traditional Swedish, red with white borders. In addition to Brunsvik Folkhögskola, Ludvika Commune also has some activities going on there. The Department of Labour Market and Integration teaches Swedish. Mohamed Awafi, who is an educator or teacher, will now tell you more about what Levika Kummun does in Brunswick and why it is important to learn Swedish. Vår verksamhet är grundat efter att bemöta varje individens behov. Vi möter dem och tillsammans sätter vi en personlig plan. Att lära sig svenska är prio ett. För utan språk minimerar man sina möjligheter till praktik, jobb eller studier. Här lär man sig svenska, man får rutiner och en fot i det svenska samhället. Målet är att hjälpa dem att klara sig själva och framförallt att bli självförsörjande. The people who study Swedish at Brunswick Folkhögskola will continue their studies during the summer as well. But the schools for children and young people have closed for the summer. Children have their summer holidays from June to August. Lvika Commune normally arranges many fun activities for children who are free from school. This applies not only during the summer holidays, but also to other holidays and vacations. Due to the coronavirus, the activities right now have been adapted to the rules that apply. So if you have children and want to see if Commune has planned something that you want to be part of, you can go to the Commune's website www.ludvika.se Do you like to exercise? In Ludvika there are several gyms where those who want to keep fit, lift weights or exercise can become members. When you're a member of a gym, you pay a fee to train at the gym. Now there is also a new outdoor gym. There, it is free to train. The gym is located down by the shore of Lake Vasman. If you cross the bridge, that goes from the bus and train station, you'll come down to Lake Vasman. Take the stairs down and go left after the walkway that follows the lake. You'll come to a yellow house, and the house is owned by an association called Ludvika Rowing Club. Next to this is a gym, and here you can train for free. Another novelty down by Lake Vasman is a new mini golf course. Mini golf is a sport where those play use a club to put a small ball through different obstacles. The goal is for the ball to land in a hole that is on each course. Courses all look different, and it can be difficult to get to the hole. The person who hits the hole in the least number of strokes with a club wins. There's a fee to play mini golf, which will pay at the entrance. 
If you want to go swimming in the swimming pool in Ludvika, you'll sadly have to wait a few more weeks. The bathhouse is currently closed due to the coronavirus. On July 26th, the bath in the sports hall will open if no new changes or restrictions take place. The bathhouse in Grandsbury plans to open after the summer. Do you live in Grogoswagen in Ludvika? Then you can come to a meeting where Ludvika Commune will tell you more about their plans with the area between Grogoswagen and the lake. The meeting is called a In Mudburg Dialogue or Citizen Dialogue and Ludvika Commune arranged the meeting to meet people who live in the area. Here you have a chance to give your opinions and make suggestions. Ludvika Commune will arrange a tour and offer coffee. There will be free meetings at the end of August and you will receive a letter in your mailbox with more information about the day of the meetings. Now some news from Sweden and around the world. Two new reports have shown that foreign-born citizens have been hit harder by the COVID-19 than those born in Sweden. There are also fewer foreign-born people who have been vaccinated against corona. This is according to the Swedish Public Health Agency. Older people are at greater risk of becoming seriously ill or dying from COVID-19. Among people over the age of 80 who were born in Sweden, 91% of them have been vaccinated. But among people of the same age who were born in North Africa, only 59% have been vaccinated. And the figure for people born in the rest of Africa is only 44%. The government has removed some of the rules and restrictions that have existed due to corona. From the 1st of June, children and young people can take part in smaller cups, matches and competitions. They can also go to camp or travel with their team in, for example, football, rugby, bandy, other sports. More people than before can participate in religious meetings and in cultural and sporting events. This means that more people can now go to church or mosques, go to the theatre or a football match. If each person has a seat, up to 50 participants can gather indoors. Outdoors, a maximum of 100 people can participate without a seat. With seating, up to 500 participants can take part. From the 1st of June, restaurants may also be open longer in the evenings. You can now eat at the restaurant until 10.30 in the evening. When it comes to parties, dinners and other private meetings, the Public Health Agency now wants you to only meet with family and a few friends. You still may not rent a room and have a private party for more than eight people. But keep an eye out for new rules coming on July the 1st. The government plans to change the rules that apply to corona at various stages. The plan is for the rules to be less strict during the summer and autumn. If you want to know more about how the government in Sweden plans to open up Swedish society, there's more information at www.reeringen.se as R-E-G-E-R-I-N-G-E-N dot S-E. Now we'll talk about democracy. This year we celebrate 100 years of democracy in Sweden. It's 100 years since both women and men were allowed to vote in the election to the Riksdag in Sweden for the first time. Politicians in the Riksdag decide on matters that concern the whole country. There are 349 politicians in the Riksdag. Politicians are called members. All Swedish citizens can vote on who they want to be in the Riksdag. To be allowed to vote, you must be 18 years old. 
Elections to the Riksdag are held every fourth year in Sweden, and the next election is in 2022. When a person's married to more than one person, this is called polygamy, or polygyny. It is forbidden in Sweden, but up until recently, it had been permitted for people who were already married when they came to Sweden. Now the Riksdag decided that this will also be banned. In 2017, 169 families lived in polygamous marriages. Usually, it is a man who has several wives. Almost 800 children, therefore, lived in polygamous families. According to a report from the Swedish tax agency, those people will continue to be married. But from the 1st of July this year, polygamy will be banned. If a family comes to Sweden and the husband has several wives, those marriages will not be considered legal here. They will not be approved. Men will only be able to be married to one person at a time here in Sweden. This may be a problem for the other wives, who may not get the same rights to, for example, inheritance, housing and money. Therefore, there may be some exceptions if someone is hit very hard by these rules. This means that there may still be some polygamy approved, but only in special cases. Medical interpreters are interpreters who have taken a special test and who have a good knowledge of health and medical care. Swedish Radio has said that there is a great shortage of medical interpreters in Sweden and in certain language there's not a single authorised medical interpreter. An authorised interpreter has good knowledge and has proven that he or she is actually good at their job. They've done tests that prove this. Swedish Radio is reporting that there is no medical interpreters who speak Somali, Dari or Urdu. This means that people who do not speak Swedish and who seek medical care cannot receive the interpreting assistance they are entitled to, according to the law. The profession of the week. We've just spoken about the lack of medical interpreters in Sweden. Maybe there are some of you who are listening and are considering working as an interpreter. Many interpreters are freelancers, which means that they have their own company. Many interpreters work for private or municipal agencies. Interpreters work in places where people meet and talk to each other. This can be authorities, hospitals, refugee camps or schools. To work as an interpreter, you often need extra training. There are several different interpreter educations available. For example, at Folkhögskola, study associations, Stockholm University and Polytechnics. Or Erkes Högskolan. As an interpreter, you often work different times of the day. Your work is guided by when your services are needed. The average salary is approximately 32,300 Swedish crowns a month. To become an authorised interpreter, you need to take a test via the Chamber of Deputies. To get approved, you must have good language skills and a good knowledge of Swedish society. This means that you must know how, for example, care, nursing, labour market, education, the judiciary and migration work in Sweden. Swedish of the week. Friday June the 25th is Midsummer's Eve. It's a big holiday in Sweden and many people think that Midsummer's Eve is more important than the National Day. Many are off of work and travel from the cities to get out into the countryside. Many people celebrate Midsummer's Eve in a traditional way. 
In many cities, there are huge celebrations that everyone can take part in. However, due to the corona, many major celebrations have sadly been cancelled this year. Food is important on Midsummer's Eve. Typical foods are herring and potatoes and strawberries with whipped cream. Many people also think that it's important to drink schnapps. Snaps are spirits with spices in them, which you drink in very small glasses. There's also a tradition to have a crown of flowers on your head, called a wreath. In some parts of Sweden, it's also common to wear folk costumes, or traditional clothes that were worn in the past. And then you dance around a huge pole that is covered in flowers and leaves, sing songs and dance together, such as this song, The Little Frogs, Smorgrodena. This week's tips. Summer is a good time to be outdoors in Sweden. In Sweden, everyone can be out in nature, even in areas that someone else owns. It's called the right of public access and is an important part of Swedish culture. There's a lot to discover and experience in the Swedish countryside. This is a list of some of the things you can do in the Swedish countryside. You can walk, cycle and be almost anywhere in the countryside, but not too close to houses where other people live. You can pick wild flowers, berries and mushrooms. You can make a small fire if you are careful. Do not light a fire directly on the ground, because then it may catch fire and spread. It's best to make fires where there is a special place for them. In the summer, it can be forbidden to light any fires. This is because the risk of the fire spreading is great when it's hot and dry outside. In order for everyone to be able to enjoy the countryside, and so that we do not harm animals or the environment, we need to think about a few things. Firstly, you must not take fruit, berries, vegetables, or anything else that has been grown in a garden near someone else's house. You're not actually allowed to trespass on there either. Please do not leave or throw any rubbish, jars, glass, plastic, or any other debris which can harm animals and people. You must not hunt, disturb or injure animals. It's also forbidden to take bird eggs or touch animals' nests or young. And you may only fish with a permit in lakes or watercourses such as rivers and streams. Many people are used to living in cities and always having people around them, so they may think it's too quiet and lonely in the forest, and it can feel dangerous. But in the forest there's nothing to be afraid of. In Sweden there are almost no dangerous animals, and most animals are afraid of humans and keep away. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ludvika Info and do not forget to let us know if you have any questions or concern. Please write to us at pod at ludvika.se That's P-O-D-D at ludvika.se Those of us who uh, work with Ludvika Info are now going on holiday and therefore it will be a little longer than usual before you get to the next episode. But we'll be back again on August the 6th. Maybe you missed an earlier episode of Ludvika Info. Please feel free to go in and listen to it while you wait for the next episode. My name is Jim Domeship and opposite me who recorded this programme is Matty. We want to take the opportunity to wish you a wonderful summer 
and we'll end today's episode with a song that children usually sing on the last day of school before the summer holidays. It is called Den Blumestid Newcomer, or The Flowering Time is Coming. Goodbye now.